five. Guys, auctions, the market's changed. So auctions have changed. Uh, it's gone from a buyer's market to a buyer's market from a seller's market. Being an auction mercenary, how do you do it? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it right now. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Hey, um, what happened to your hair? Well, it could have been a lot worse, but um, trusty mum, mum did a haircut for me over the weekend. She got, okay, so I'll tell the story live. Basically, mum's an ex-hairdresser and her like 20-year-old clippers broke last week and these are like the holy grails. These are like what took her through the whole career. So she went to the store to buy some new ones and she just got so excited when she tried them for the first time because um, they're really sharp compared to the old ones. And so she just did like a flick with it and it pulled like half my hair out. Oh, no, but she made good afterwards. Yeah, because luckily like only half the hair length got caught, so there was still, like, another half to shave cleanly. It's looking pretty sharp, Billy Bob. It's looking pretty it sharp. Well, you haven't seen the back, but it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> no, it's looking sharp. Uh, now, this morning we're talking about auctions, and uh, the landscape's definitely changed in the marketplace, and we're going to talk about how to be effective yep. at an auction. Uh, like a ninja, and these are these are things that you can pass on to friends, family. Uh, you're going to use these traits for life when you're making a bid. I think it's important. Um, so we've made a little list out for you as well. Good morning to Luke. How are you, legend? And uh, good morning to Michelle. How are you, you legend? I haven't seen you in a while. So good, uh, good to see you guys. All yeah. right, so let's go. We have got a bit of a list. I'm going to try and do a bit of a share screen. If this doesn't work, we will revert back to um, native. The speech. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, look how well prepared we are today. Now, how, how well can you see that? Not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good now. That's really good now. Cool. So, yeah, number one of six. We've got six points here to, to be like a soldier. What do we call What do we call it, Mark? A mercenary? A mercenary. A mercenary. If anyone, and we had to Google the word mercenary this morning, and it was primarily concerned with making money at the expense of ethics. <laughs> a mercenary. So, no, um, yeah, we're not suggesting, um, you know, a bit unethically, but um, here's some here's six points that'll get you over the line. Um, yeah. <laughs> letting other bidders control your destiny. Do yep. you reckon people get wrapped up just way too much with auctions, Mark? Yep. I think we talk about it, think about it, um, overanalyze it quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think you just got to basically just pretty much just get in there and uh, don't be too concerned about what everyone else in the room is thinking or doing. Um, 
I was bidding on Tuesday on behalf of a uh, of a purchaser, and and look, I think it's it's um you know so it's sort of fresh in my mind. But yeah, don't don't get caught up in, in what the others are doing. Just stick to your lane. Next one, love it. Um, failing to bid with confidence. Now this is the biggest one, I reckon. How does it go? We were talking off air. There's nothing you can do to change your budget. You know, your top line or your top dollar is your top dollar. But um, the way you bid can have a huge impact. Um, and and you were saying the frequency or the speed that you bid in, you've seen over the years has done a, a good job in helping someone. Oh, look, I think, it, I think it can install hope or fear in the comp- with the competition if they are over analyzing and i think that's important to keep your bidding regular um so for instance if you're going to choose five thousand dollar bids or twenty five thousand dollar bids or ten thousand dollar bids stick to that amount um i think often you can see people conking out of their budget because they keep going smaller and smaller and smaller in their increments um yeah. but i think so. stick to your increment um and also uh, if you're going to wait out the auction, wait it out. If you're going to be speed, if you're going to be quick, be quick. But again, don't get slower as as it, as it moves on. Keep keep your um, frequency the same. For the record, do you like buying at auction, Mark? Is it a fan? Are you a fan or do I like what? Are you a fan of the auction setup as a purchaser? Um, no, I would, I think, I think as a purchaser, I would rather try to create my own terms, my own environment. Um, and I think when you've got time and exclusivity opposite the person that you're negotiating with the vendor, I think you're, you're at an advantage. And I think a lot of those advantages are taken away as a purchaser. When you're bidding an auction, fortunately, it's finite, so you know you know you're going to be buying it on the night or you're not. Um, but yeah, I think if I could be out of that environment, the better. What about you? Uh, I, yeah, I agree. I think um, having a little bit of time to work through it at your own pace is nice. Number four, sorry, three. You're going a bit quick. Um, allowing agents to hassle you too much. <laughs> Yeah, the heckler. The agent that stands around in the background and then when you place a bid, he's instantly by your side. The heckler. Does it help or does it hinder? I actually don't know. I've, I've only ever witnessed it once. And at the time I was um, I was whole wrapped up in the experience. What do you reckon? I think that the, if... Um, if the person can be a facilitator, I think if you're a little bit gun shy, you're not sure about what's happening, um, the agent can be a facilitator to the purchaser at the time. But yeah. I think the agent that doesn't have that ambition, I think the agent that is just there saying, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, um, and not talking through the auction with you, I think they're just a pain in the ass. Um, so I think if the, the, you know, you know, with that, um, allowing the agent to be there. Look, you can also ask the agent 
not to be by your side so you can say, look, I'm all, I'm all right. If you can just leave me for the duration of auction, I'm good. Uh, but equally, you can ask the agent that, you know, any questions as they approach uh, as, you know, is it on the market or um, have we reached the reserve, um, you know, what, you know where where are we at at the moment? Um, do you know do you, you can sort of ask anything of the agent. So I think I I would probably use that to my advantage if I was if I was a um, buyer. And don't think um, there is no such thing as a silly question if that agent's coming up to you. Um, ask 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 whatever you want to know while the auction's live. Don't give a shit that the auction's going. Just ask what you want to know. Yeah. And, and do you think a part of the agent coming over, Mark, is um, it, it's showing the vendor you're still working hard? <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I think equally you don't want to be the agent on the other end. What's uh, Jeff got to say? Uh, it can help the agent in the vendor's eyes. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, look, I, I think you don't want to be a lazy agent um, just standing next to the auctioneer and smiling. Um and I also think uh, from an agent's perspective, um, you want to make – this is a really stressful time, the auction time for purchasers, and, and it's a really stressful time for sellers. So I think if you can bring some, if you can bring a good vibe to the auction, super important, yeah. smile, bounce, have a bit of fun between people, have a chat with everyone, get to know everyone. The, Next the, one. Combi, the combi van does a good job of that. He's good. <laughs> He's great. So at our auctions, guys, we have the combi van that brings coffees and drinks. Um, I think our, uh, one of our uh, last auctions we did charcoal Charlies, where we had the uh, donuts and a wrap and uh, and wraps and everything. So it just, I think it just loosens it little up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, not preparing a plan beforehand. So. Um, it's obviously about getting your budget together, but make sure you're doing your homework pre-planning your thoughts, your figures. Have you ever seen someone bid over their budget getting so emotionally invested in this in this bidding and then it goes south? No. Okay. So I've seen, you know, this is 28 years. I've, I've you know, never seen someone sort of shit the bed. Um, they've never... Uh, they, they've extended themselves. They've never come to me and said, "Look, I want to sell the property after and bought it and, and bought it afterwards." They've, there's never been there's never been much regret, believe it or not. I'm sure there probably has been, but they haven't shared it with me. Um, but yeah, I, I think people um, suck it up and, and move on, and you know the property value doubles five, ten years later, and it's life. That's it. That's it. Number five, um, avoid watching auctions beforehand. This was surprising. I didn't, um, I didn't pick this one. Why would you say that's a bad idea? Oh, uh, I think you can do um, paralysis by analysis. <laughs> you know what I mean. So you can research it so hard. Um, if you do want to educate yourself as to auctions, um, Google Vic LaRusso auctioneer in YouTube and watch some of um, Vic's auctions. Probably one of the best auctioneers in Australia, Gavin Reynolds, another phenomenal guy. Um, 
if you do want to watch them, but yeah, I, I think paralysis by analysis. Just don't research it too much, guys. Or even get down to a local one. What do you reckon? You know, drop by your neighbours if they've got an auction on, or absolutely get a feel, get a feel for it. And then six of six, not understanding the right to negotiate. Do people sometimes forego this, in your opinion, when they um, their understanding is, you know, auction set up, they're going by the vendor's terms? Yeah. So I've seen that I've seen something change, um, and this was um, I, I broke bread and shared a meal with Gavin Reynolds the other night, auctioneer, good guy, um, uh, North Newcastle at surrounding uh, auctioneer and what I, what I've learned is there's 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 been a bit of a phenomenon lately which I think's absolutely genius which everyone's going to start seeing at auctions and not really understand so what people are doing is this rather than passing in the property at auction they're setting it aside um, and there's no duration on um, on setting it aside uh, up until midnight that night. So it's really, really clever. He was telling me of uh, one of his um, one of his clients, um, the buyer had to get on a plane. So the, uh, the property didn't sell at auction. Um, the property was set aside and they, <laughs> they pretty much continued. The buyer jumped in a plane, flew to another state, and then, like at about eight o'clock at night, um, they continued the auction and sold it. So, it's something that uh, I've never seen before in all these um, of auctions. But setting it aside um, for a later time during that day, leaving all the terms and conditions open, so the gavel never falls, the hammer never falls, and it never gets it never actually gets um, uh, passed in. Um, it actually simply gets set aside. That's very interesting. Yeah, it'll certainly. Um, and would you not say a lot of agents, you know, are happy to do that with um, clearance rates and things like that? You know, it sort yeah, of works. It, it works in this market. You know, when clearance rates are going from seventy or eighty percent down to fifty, sixty percent, uh, it's perfect. Now, another thing where I'm seeing Billy Bob, Billy Boy. Um, is uh, an auction behind the auction. That's um, that's like the secret group. That's like exclusive. So basically, you auction the property, it passes in, and then you auction it again for another four weeks. Bang bang. At a new price. A price. Why not? Why not? Okay. And, and, then, oh, and I'll. Oh. I haven't heard of that one before. I haven't heard of that one before. An auction, and uh, Gavin was telling me basically when people ask what happened, it was like, oh, that's the old auction. This is the new auction. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? What? Yep. Uh, I wonder if they get the same people turning up to a bid. <laughs> it sort of makes sense, though. I don't mind it. When I heard it, I was like, that's crazy, but I like it. <laughs> Very clever. Anything Very else? Clever. Guys, I hope we've educated everyone today a little bit. Even if you got just just one, one nugget out of today, if you got it, I'm happy on auctions. There's a couple of lessons in there, and I hope hopefully you got you got your nugget today, everyone. 
Have a great week. We've got no rain this week. What do you reckon, Billy? About the rain? I'm glad that it's a blue sky. It's a cracking, um, cracking good day for the week. Um, the Queen was out yesterday. Everyone was a bit worried about the Queen, but the Queen was healthy. She looked very happy yesterday. A few, a few photos came out. How old is she? Oh, she's getting on. Um, I want to say 90s or something. I don't know. Yeah, nuts. Nuts. Bless her. God save the Queen. God save the Queen. That's not like that. All right. Have a... <laughs> See ya. Okay.